Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to a Mouse Clubhouse Conversation. Hi, this is Scott Wolf, and this conversation is with Kathleen Mitz McLeese. Beginning at Disneyland performing in shows and parades, Kathleen went on to become the 1993 Disneyland Ambassador to the World. There was a lot happening at Disneyland that year, including the opening of Aladdin's Oasis, replacing the Tahitian Terrace in Adventureland. Guests could enjoy the Aladdin-themed comedy show with their dinner, including a chocolate genie lamp for dessert that I personally remember quite fondly. And the Aladdin's Royal Caravan Parade also debuted in 1993. That was also the year Mickey's Toontown opened, complete with bouncy jolly trolley that escorted guests across the land. The land, despite often being very crowded, even featured a live Toontown Blast welcome show, featuring the Dapper Dance Barbershop Quartet in tunish costumes, hats, and wigs. The Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin attraction was still being completed and would open the following year. Kathleen's ambassador ceremony in October of 1992 included special guest Robbie Benson, who voiced the Beast in the Beauty and the Beast animated feature, which was released the previous year. Before getting Kathleen's memories of her ambassador year, in this conversation from 2009, I first asked her how she ended up being seen in the Space Mountain attraction, reciting the safety instructions in a video in the queue. Although rumors online incorrectly identified the young lady as actress Shannon Doherty, in reality it was Kathleen, and here's how that came about. Here's Kathleen Mitz McLeese. It really started out as um, I was doing it as a favor, as a test run for the broadcast services department. They just needed somebody to fill in and kind of read the script and pretend you were doing it. So I did it, and then as it turned out, they really liked it and decided to use it. So did you redo it, or was that the test one that they ended up? Well, it was that was the one. That was the one. Yeah, I mean, when I say test one, they they wanted to have a video to present to the executives as sort of a um, an option for Space Mountain. But as it turned out, they liked it so much that they used it and that was really fun to always go on Space Mountain and see myself yeah. and my only and what did you do it for the people who don't know oh it was the, the safety video back in the old Space Mountain days when you would actually enter into that little tunnel that was all blue and kind of a little more um, claustrophobic if you will they had these little small monitors and right there there was my face and my, my long straight hair with the little space you know microphone over my head and that was me giving the safety spiel that if you have back or, back or neck problems or possibly could be pregnant, you should not be riding this attraction, and that was fun. To begin the next part of this conversation, I asked Kathleen how she got her start at Disneyland. I actually was a parade performer, and I had done that since I was 16 years old. Um, I was in a ton of different parades. I was in Electrical Parade, which was my favorite, actually, for, I think, five summers straight. I was in the 35th anniversary parade, the Party Gras. That was actually probably my second favorite, because I was an opening dancer for that, and that was really fun. It was, you know, you're one of the first people to come out the gate, and, and it was a really hardcore dance routine back then, and I, um, I really had a good time. It was, you know, by the time you were done with that parade, you were exhausted, but it was great. Um, I did, I'm trying to think of the other ones. I did so many. Said, did, so I did the Main did Street Hop, which was another oh, favorite. Really? Oh, you know what? Now I have three favorites because <laughs> they were all so fun. Um, the Main Street Hop, I was actually a, um, a skater waitress. Oh, wow. So that was so fun wearing those roller skates on Main Street. And, oh, you know, I did it two years in a row. And I was also a, a um, scooter rider. Really? I was one of the Honda in, scooter in the riders. Same one, in the Main well, yeah, two different years though. No, that was the Main Street Hop. 
Okay. And the first year I was a scooter rider, second year I was a roller skating waitress. Yeah. And that was fun. Um, the scooter rider part, I have to say, that was fun. You know, you put your helmet on. Yeah. A little scary though, because they had us, you know, riding up and down Main Street with all the guests kind of right there, oh, wow. looking back, you kind of think, wow. Was that a been... full parade or was that a street it show? It was a street show. Okay, that was, that was a street show faster. and then a parade and then a street show. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I was in Fantasmic. I was a performer in Fantasmic. That was my first... Was that the first? Yeah, I was the first mermaid for the show when it first came out, and that was really fun. Yeah, it was nice. Right before I was ambassador. Yeah, yeah. So that was right before that, and I, I had a blast doing that. It was really fun. We had to work a lot of the overnight shifts for rehearsals, and I was in college too at the time. So I remember bringing my, you know, my school books, school books, and sitting on the Mark Twain at 2 a.m. trying to stay awake just before you're ready to go flap your fin and you know it was fun 2 a.m. you said oh yeah because we worked they had yeah we had to do them overnight and then being that it was the first first time around um, they were still really ironing out the barges and how to work the barges and how to keep them you know they obviously they weren't on tracks right so sometimes we would be you know crashing into the walls and they had to figure out how to really make that work so I really had a good time those were the fun days yeah yeah. Well, then how did you go uh, from that to the ambassador? Well, actually, I had interviewed for ambassador three times before okay. I actually made ambassador. In the first year, I made top ten. And then the second year, I actually made it all the way to the final four, but was not selected. And then I came back the next year, which I remember I had to think about that real hard. Because I, you know, you missed so much. I was in, in school and going to all those interviews. I remember I missed a couple of my classes and didn't do very well in one of my classes. And I remember thinking, I don't, I don't want to miss school again. For this, you know, to, to go for this again, just because it was so tedious and time-consuming. But I did. I remember saying, okay, I'll give it another shot. And I went, and uh, I was was uh, blessed and had a wonderful time and was selected because it was a really great year. That day when you become the ambassador, did everything change or do you go back to work? In your case, For you me, everything changed immediately. Yeah. Yep, immediately. And wow. Cicely Rigdon made sure of that. Oh really? Yes, she she was very much in charge of the program and she cracked the whip in a good way, in yeah. a good way. But it was, you know, okay, no more no more parade performing for you. Now you're, you know, training for your year as ambassador and um, as a matter of fact, I'm trying to think if I, I think I went to work the very next day, started training. Actually, my first day on the job was a very um, stressful day because I was very nervous. And there's something that's really kind of funny about the whole thing, too. And that is that I had to be at work for a rehearsal in front of the castle um, at like 4 o'clock in the morning. And I wasn't used to that yet. You know, I was actually usually working the night parades. But anyway, I had to be there at 4 a.m. And I uh, ended up getting myself dressed in the dark at home and didn't realize that I had put on one navy blue shoe and one black shoe. <laughs> I had the same same range of shoes. So I got dressed and I was walking down um, underneath the, uh, the berm, yeah. you know, the berm tunnel. I forget what it's called there. Right but, as you enter the entrance yeah. to go under. Yeah, and where you clock in and I'd come yeah. down. I was walking and looking down and I'm looking at my shoes and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I have one blue shoe on and one black shoe for my first day on the job. And I remember was so embarrassed and Cicely saw me and she says, you can't have those shoes, you know. She noticed. Well, she did notice. So I had to go and I went into costuming and they got me a pair of shoes to wear for the day. And no kidding. So luckily they solved the problem, but it was so funny. It was so funny looking back on it. But that is. It was funny to me. And Embarrassing and funny. What were the big things? What were some of the big things that you did during your year? Oh, I had a really fabulous year. Really? Yeah, and I have to say, 93. Um, 93. Looking back, or I hate to say comparing, but the program has changed so much over the years that 
um, uh, while the program is still really fabulous, I, th I think that a lot of the, the ambassadors do a lot less traveling these days, and I really got to travel a lot, so I feel so blessed that you know I got to, to represent the company and travel so much. I, I traveled, um, well, the year that I was ambassador, Toontown opened. So that was a huge, huge adventure, and um, we had a whole Toontown tour that went all over the United States, and I really was on it for most of the time, so I got to visit all kinds of different places, um, and that was really fun to, to go to these little small towns where they don't have Disneyland in their backyard, and you, know, you get to kind of say, hey, Mickey Mouse is at your mall, and come on. Well, what was it? What, was, what kinds of things would you have on the tour? Um, we, had, we actually had um, Mickey Mouse's house was the stage and they had a stage show so there was performers with uh, you know Mickey and all the characters and um, uh, the mayor and I introduced the show and it was really um, that was part of it I'm trying to think what else we had did we have anything else it was mostly a stage show but of course you introduced it is that what yeah I introduced was? the show and at the malls but then we would you know visit all of the different radio stations and TV stations and of course always stop off at a children's hospital and bring Mickey to see the kids. So that was always, you know, the really touching stuff that you got to do. Now with Toontown, were you involved in the opening festivities at Disneyland? I was. I actually was. The the uh, dedication ribbon cutting ceremony. Really? And that was also really special. I'm trying to recall, I think they actually also opened that Mattel gift shop oh. shortly thereafter. Huh. And I was a part of that. Um, but I remember, you know, we had the ribbon cutting ceremony right outside the, the Toontown train station underneath the bridge. So I Every time I go under that bridge, I remember those days of standing there saying, and, you know, welcome to Toontown. Wow. So that was really fun. We also, I was also very blessed because I traveled to Tokyo, Disneyland, for their 10th anniversary. That was such a great experience. And I, looking back, I wish I could go back again. Maybe I will one day, but because I was so busy working, but sometimes you're so overwhelmed with with fun, yeah. you know, stuff that you actually don't get to take it all in. Well, what were you doing in Tokyo? Um, we were, well, we were there to celebrate um, the 10th anniversary. Oh, so they actually okay. had all of the ambassadors from all parks. So oh, Euro yeah. Disney was represented, Disneyland, Florida, and um, Tokyo. So we were part of the show, and it was really neat because Frank Wells was actually there, and Michael Eisner, and I remember feeling like, wow, we're really special. You know, I already had felt special representing the Disneyland cast, but then when you're there with kind of these top executives, you feel like, wow. You know, they really think something of us having a you know great time for the 10th anniversary. And then we actually got to go back again to Tokyo Disneyland. I went twice because my first time I went for training purposes. It was strictly just a train, and the second time was for the 10th anniversary. That's what it was. So what do you mean training? Um, well, for us, and I, I think it's a little different now. They wanted us to all be as well versed as possible and knowledgeable about all of the parks. So not only did we do our training at Disneyland Park, but we also went to Walt Disney World, and we went to Florida, and we went to Tokyo, and so it was really great because I got to see all these different parks, um, and you know, which in itself was great. But then we had special training with different individuals in the parks who were expertise, were experts rather at um, all of the different lands and the new um, attractions that were opening, and so it was really, really awesome. Um, Where else did you travel to? You did Tokyo. And then I went to Paris. I went to Paris you? as well. That was really, really exciting. I had never been, and we got to you know, see the beautiful park. And I remember getting a tour of the Disneyland Hotel. And they had a beautiful suite that was just gorgeous. It was huge, and it overlooked Main Street and the castle. Um, and as a matter of fact, at the time, Michael Jackson 
was very, um, you know, visiting Euro Disneyland quite a bit. I remember that was his suite. They said, this is the Michael Jackson suite. What else do you remember from your ambassador year that stands out? I know one of the things, because I have pictures, I think I did I send them to you, uh, the Hollywood Christmas Parade? Oh yeah, that was, a, I have so many wonderful memories that it's really hard to kind of pick them all out. Um, and I wish I could go back, but yeah, the Hollywood Lane Christmas Parade, that was a, an extra special night. Yeah. I rode with uh, Pluto in the car and you know wave to all those thousands of people down Hollywood Boulevard and I remember I remember I got to get on camera and they asked me a couple questions and oh, really? I remember thinking wow I didn't screw that up <laughs> you know, I actually said something good yeah, before <laughs> you, know, you were ambassador did you have any on-camera experience no really? no mm -mm, I hadn't what about in training in those days did they train you before you were ambassador they or did you or they did they trained us um, to, to with our on-camera presence and you know we had mock interviews and yeah. they put us on camera but I think that they all always just hope that you have the, the information. I, they wanted us to not necessarily be pros on the camera. I mean, if yeah. you made a mistake here and there, that was okay. That made you real. Yeah. Um, so it, they didn't really want us to be, you know, like I said, you know, an anchor woman. Yeah. Although that's what I did later in life. <laughs> did you do other parades around the country or anything that you remember? Well, I was actually in the Rose Parade too. Yeah. That was a long parade. Really? <laughs> to be in it. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, because once you pass by the camera stop, it's kind of like, you know, you're, you you have guests that are there, you know, watching, but it gets more and more, you know, sparse, and you're kind of thinking, oh, when's this going to wrap up? It's a long time. But yeah, it was fun. It was neat on her. Yeah. I remember my mom seeing me on, on TV saying, oh, That's cool. my daughter was on TV for the Rose Parade. What's it, did you get used to that kind of stuff by the end? I mean, I imagine it's really um, new. With you know it. what? I never really got used to it. It was always overwhelming, and it was really fun. And that was one of, you know, I was thinking about the interview a little bit, trying to think of some things I would say to you. And one of the things I did think about was I remember Sicily telling me, that you know after my training and after some of the big events had happened because you know there were a lot of big events where I was busy but then there were those days when it wasn't as busy and Cicely made it very clear to me that one of your roles is to get out in the park and meet with your fellow cast members because you represent those cast members I want you to be out there with them and so I said so you mean just go head out in the park and she said yep just get out there and you know, be with your fellow cast members. I think, wow, this is a great job. You know, just go roaming around the park and meet people. And I, I would really take advantage of that. And I'd go out into the warehouses and I'd meet people working backstage. I'd go, you know, down to the stocking rooms and meet people. Just kind of show up. And back then, I remember feeling like people always knew who the ambassador was. Yeah. And everybody was so sweet and kind to me. And I just had a blast. I had a really good time. And I remember meeting some of the best people doing that who became friends, you know, truly even after I was ambassador. So. Yeah, and, and back then too, I had a little special, um, behind um, Main Street was a break area, but we had a cabinet where I would display all of my special gifts that I received from people. Because throughout the years, there were so many people that you either gave a tour to, special celebrities that would want to give you something that you really didn't want to accept, but I accepted it on behalf of the cast. And a lot of it went into the archives. But it was a nice place that I remember putting things in the window so people could come see their special tokens that were given to the cast. Um, and I remember I, I had another, um, he was the Russian prime, uh, prime minister. He was like the senior most military official of the Russian army. And he came to Disneyland <clears throat> and I gave him a special tour. And I remember that was really wonderful because he was this high profile guy. He landed in a helicopter out in the parking lot, really? which is now DCA. Right. Um, and I greeted him and I remember walking him back to the helicopter pickup. Wow. And when we were done, he offered me this beautiful um, museum art 
book. It was a Russian uh, book filled with beautiful art, wow. artwork. And I remember thinking, wow, this is really awesome. And of course, I took it straight to the to my my beautiful display area and put it on display for a long time. And I remember that was really neat because I would get some emails and notes from cast members saying that it was kind of neat to see some of the things I received rather than just sticking it up in a cube somewhere, you know? How would you sum up your master year? It was the most wonderful year of my life. It was such an honor to represent Disneyland. I get to do all the wonderful things I got to do. It shaped me as a person because I was maturing that year and I, I was 21 years old. I went from kind of in my mind, in my mind, from being a kid to an adult. I also decided what career path I wanted to choose as a result of being ambassador. And it helped me, um, you know, meet new friends and a new husband. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, in, in a way, sure, it really yeah. helped get me to, you know, meet the man of my dreams. We hope you've enjoyed this Mouse Clubhouse conversation. Thank you for joining us.